This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1172. What is fluency on IELTS speaking? Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Do you know what exactly the examiner needs to hear for a seven or higher on fluency and pronunciation? If you want to really improve your speaking score, you have to know what you're scored on. Listen today for the inside information. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Aubrey, can you hear any extra noise from my side? I'm kind of sad that I can't. You told me it's pouring <laughs> rain there, and I love the sound of rain, so I'm sad I can't hear it. It is. Yes, it is pouring rain, and there's some hail mixed in, and I love it. I can hear it, like, splashing and hitting all my windows and stuff. Um, I love it. Anyway, so today, guys, we are answering a YouTube subscriber question, and if you don't follow IELTS Energy on YouTube... You should, because all of our podcast episodes now are on YouTube with video. So you can watch us and listen to us. But we have a great question from a student who found us on YouTube. He watched the uh, very popular video, 7 Plus Vocabulary, for talking about a house or apartment. That is a classic IELTS Energy YouTube video, guys, so check that out. Um, Aubrey, can you read his question, please? Yes, it says, honestly, I love your accent, guys. Oh, well, thank you. Cool. And you are helping people develop their English. I have a question. What is pronunciation and what is fluency and which one is more important than the other? <laughs> I'm so grateful for your videos and I hope my question will be included in your episodes. Thanks a lot in advance, which was all in caps, which I love. Like you're yelling, thanks a lot in advance. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, Okay, so this is a very good question. Is one more important than the other? Aubrey, what do you think? Is pronunciation or fluency more important on IELTS speaking? No, good question. They're not, right? There are four, there are four scores on IELTS speaking that are weighted exactly the same. Mm -hmm. So in order to get a seven, right, you have to average all of these scores together and then you get this overall score. So the same for the other sections of the exam. Each of these individual scores is equally important. Exactly. They're all weighted exactly the same. They are worth the same amount according to your score. However, I want to add on a thought here because, I mean, guys, if you are not fluent, which means you are not able to keep talking in English, 
you will not get good scores for anything because mm. <laughs> it is a speaking test. So I would say that no, according to your score, nothing is more important than the other. But if you are just starting out on your IELTS journey, definitely develop fluency first and then fine tune the other things. I would say that's the priority. Um, but like Aubrey said, if you want a seven or higher, you you have to do well on all on all of the categories. Yes, exactly. And what we find is that students often focus too much on, you know, grammar vocabulary yeah, and don't totally. realize that it wouldn't take a lot of work to improve these two scores, fluency and pronunciation. So I love that this student is asking about these scores because first of all, we're seeing that this student recognizes these scores are important and totally. I recognize it's within my reach to increase them, to improve, improve my scores. It just takes strategies. It takes knowing what the examiner is listening for. Exactly. So as you guys know, uh, I was an examiner for 14 years. And so Aubrey knows everything I know. And we're going to explain what fluency is and what pronunciation is according to the scoring system. So great question from this subscriber. Um, let's talk about fluency first. So remember, it's not just fluency, it's fluency and coherence. What is important here, Aubrey? What is the examiner listening for? Yeah. First of all, you have to be able to keep talking. You cannot just answer with a few words, right? Aim for three to five sentences per answer. If you feel like in part one, in, in part one right? You, if you feel like you've given, you know, a, a detail about the question and you don't have anything else to say directly answering, share something related. Go off on a tangent a little totally. bit, share more detail, go more in depth. You have to keep talking. I totally thought you were going to say go off queen for a second. Ooh, <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> I think I think that summarizes a high fluency score if you can go off like a queen. Okay, um, returning to the specific scoring system, um, we also listen for pauses and hesitations. You can have some pauses like a native speaker, Guys, you're listening to us talk right now. It's not like we continue to fill every second with sound. No, natives pause, but examiners are trained to know why you're pausing or hesitating. I know if you are pausing because you just don't have ideas, you don't have anything to say. I know if you are looking for a vocabulary word because you don't know how to say what you want to. I know why you're pausing and that affects your fluency score, right? Yes. Um, so if you are- and this is where you need strategies, right? Because if you feel yourself about to pause because you're trying to think of a vocab word you don't quite know or you're lacking ideas, you need to know what to do in that moment. You need to have filler phrases. You need totally. to know how to paraphrase, say it another way sort of cut yourself off and go off saying something else. Natives do that all the time, right? We just sort of change- subjects in the middle of something. You can do that, right? But you have to be planned. You have to have practice doing it so that you can do it like a native. You have to have the signal words so the listener can follow you. It's fine to change direction or, you know, get more specific, get more general, move on to a different example entirely. But you have to have transition words, which can also be called signal words so the listener can follow you. Speaking is not organized, right? Speak, spoken communication is not organized, guys. 
So as long as you are telling us where you're going, then it's fine. You can go anywhere in your speaking answer, guys. Um, So here's another thing. Don't repeat yourself. Um, We do a lot of private lessons with our Three Keys students, and this is a common piece of advice we give them for how to change their score and increase it, is don't just repeat yourself over and over again, right? Don't give the same idea twice. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, often students will think, well, if I say this another way, and I'm not repeating the exact vocabulary, that's okay. But no, right? You're still repeating the same idea. Maybe you're summarizing or just saying the same idea sort of barely different because you're trying to fill time. This isn't increasing your fluency and coherence score. Instead, you need to say something new, new details, add something new and interesting in order to boost that score. Um, And on that note, guys, what you should be adding, specific information. This is also, well, I would say this is the most common piece of advice that I give to every student, right? Almost everybody that does mock tests with us. Um, You have to get specific examples, guys. Examples in part one and part three. They can be personal. They can be about a best friend or your life. But you have to give examples, guys. Um, And don't forget that coherence is another part of this. And that just means your ideas have to make sense and they have to be put together with Linking words, transition phrases, like we already talked about, these are part of the fluency and coherence score. So basically, I just want to summarize, guys, high scores for fluency and coherence. If it sounds like speaking English is easy for you, then you could get a good fluency score, right? Um, Okay, let's move on to pronunciation, Aubrey. Yes. So for this score, you need to exhibit or show all the features of native speech, right? Connected speech. You can definitely have a slight accent from your first language. That's no problem. Mm -hmm. But the examiner needs to be able to understand what you're saying. Yeah. As long as your accent does not impede communication. That's what it it says on the, the rubric, guys. And that just means that your accent stops me from understanding you. As long as it's not doing that, then it's okay. Now, you're not going to get an eight or a nine if you have a strong first language accent, Um, but you can still get a seven, right, if you have some first language accent. As long as you are exhibiting features from native pronunciation. So like Aubrey said, connected speech. There's five rules of connected speech. We won't get into them today, but one of them is linking. And this just means that all of our words are connected when we talk. They are not separate words. (laughs) That would be weird. They're connected. Um, And also, of course, intonation and stress. I would say those are the two most important things to practice. 
Yes. And this often is what's the most difficult for students because you have so much to think about. You're thinking about the vocabulary you need to use. You're thinking about grammar. You're thinking about ideas and you forget to think about what's my tone? Am I using a monotone? And then maybe you're saying something you should sound really excited about. You're talking about how much you love hanging out with your friends and you're saying it like, I love hanging out with my friends in a monotone, which is not appropriate. You have to have appropriate intonation for the answer. Totally. And then like another extreme, if you're describing a difficult situation or experience and speaking part two, don't sound, don't sound happy about it. Don't be monotone about it. Like show with your voice that it was difficult. So for example, um, let's say you had, you're describing a time like your wallet was stolen or something. Then you're not going to say, and then this guy stole my wallet and all my credit cards were in there. Like, that would be really weird. Um, Instead, you're going to be like, and then I realized this man had stolen my wallet and all my credit cards were in there, right? Like, totally different intonation. It changes the whole, like, vibe of what I'm saying. Yes, exactly. Often, if we're we're sort of not thinking about how it comes across, how it sounds, and our intonation goes up at the end when it should go down. We're just giving the wrong impression, the wrong sound, the wrong tone for the emotion for what we should be saying. So this takes practice. This is not something you can go in on test day and do perfectly when you have so many things to think about. Mm -hmm. You need to be thinking about this as you practice. Record yourself. Can you hear your intonation changing? Can you hear the emotion for what you're saying? You'll have to mimic shadow native speakers to practice this. Totally. Um, And guys, you can find out what your IELTS score would be if you took the test today. Go to allearsenglish.com slash score. We made a very cool free IELTS quiz for you guys. Get your estimated IELTS band score and resources to help you prepare. So go to allearsenglish.com slash score. All right. Awesome. Aubrey, this was a show chock full of information. Yes, I love when we share details about the scoring system because this is so vital for you guys to understand what the examiner's listening for. So share this episode with a friend. If you know someone studying for the IELTS that might not listen to the podcast, this is vital that they understand this. Totally. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Aubrey. I'll see you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.